welcome to this Retail Energy Code podcast from the Rec Code Manager. This podcast is designed to provide you with an in-depth overview of the Rec Change process. You can access further related podcasts and videocasts through the Knowledge Centre on the Rec Portal. My name is Amelia Bray and I am joined by Paul Rock in this session. Thanks, Amelia. A walk through the change process. The Rec Code Manager is responsible for operating a fair and transparent change process for all stakeholders, ensuring that consumer outcomes are at its heart. The Code Manager undertakes many of the roles traditionally provided by industry panels or working groups, including planning and prioritising the change agenda, proactively raising change proposals to address known issues, driving change to better facilitate the REC objectives, mission statement and strategy, developing the activities and timetable for progressing change proposals, the detailed analysis, solution design and requirement specification for change proposals, commissioning impact assessments, carrying out cost-benefit analysis and making a formal and independent recommendation on whether a change proposal should be approved or rejected. The scope of the REC change process covers Category 1 and 2 documents, as defined in the REC baseline statement, with a separate proportionate process for changes to Category 3 documents. There are several key stages that make up the full end-to-end process. These are the raising of a change proposal, the completion of an initial assessment report, solution development, including impact assessment with service providers, production of a preliminary change report for stakeholder consultation, and production of a final change report for an implementation decision. We will touch on these in greater detail throughout this session. The role of committees. Five REC committees have been established in support of the REC change process. These are the REC change panel, the Green Deal panel, the metering expert panel, the technical expert panel, and the Performance Assurance Board. The key difference between the REC committees and expert groups under other codes is that the majority of work to define solutions and impact assess options will be carried out by the code manager outside of the meetings. This means that the REC committee meetings are more focused on outcomes and the committee members will mostly be asked to ratify the code manager's recommendations. The REC committees are not intended to be vehicles for the discussion of operational challenges. They'll meet with clear agendas and a focus on the progression of change. The process for raising a change proposal. Anyone can raise a change proposal to the REC. Change proposals are raised through the change and release page on the REC portal. The change proposal form is made up of six tabs. The form will guide you through the stages of raising the change. Your form will be automatically saved as you populate each tab, allowing you additional time to provide the necessary information. You will need to populate a change proposal summary, including a title, details on the issue, the impact the issue causes, any outcomes to achieve an effective solution, and any supporting background information. You'll be asked to identify the consumer types that are impacted by the change proposal and provide a view on how the consumer would benefit from the change. And you'll have the opportunity to flag any perceived impacts on the REC, other industry codes and stakeholder groups. 
Within the Change Progression tab, you can detail any required timescales for development and implementation which may need to be considered. You'll then have the option to provide additional supporting documentation by using the Upload Files function. And when you're ready to submit the change proposal form, just click Submit for Publication. Once successfully submitted, you'll receive an on-screen message and an automatic notification to confirm your proposal has been received for review. If a submission of a change proposal is rejected by the code manager, the proposal will be notified within one working day of the submission. The code manager might reject the change proposal if it's incomplete or insufficiently clear, if the change proposal is not materially different from an active change proposal, if the change proposal concerns matters outside the scope of the REC, or if the change proposal has no reasonable prospect of being approved. You can contact the code manager to discuss the outcome of the change proposal by raising a ticket with the service desk. Once a change proposal submission has been raised and accepted, the code manager will assign a lead analyst to carry out an initial assessment of the change. Once a change proposal has been accepted, the appointed lead analyst will define a problem statement and a set of solution requirements, assess the impacts to REC products, parties, service providers and stakeholders, determine the urgency and priority of a change proposal, whether the change proposal meets self-governance criteria and whether there are any cross-code impacts, define which committee will be responsible for the approval of the change proposal and assess wider impacts to the REC ecosystem, such as impacts to the performance assurance framework, REC portal or EMAR. The code manager will produce an initial assessment report summarising their findings and will provide this to the change panel along with a change proposal plan. The change proposal plan will set out the timetable for the change proposal and whether the code manager considers the change proposal to be sufficiently developed to proceed immediately to the preliminary assessment and consultation stage or in need of further development or impact assessment. The initial assessment report and change proposal plan will be added to the agenda of the next change panel meeting and published on the REC portal. Comments from stakeholders will be invited on the assessment and recommendations in the report. Impact assessments. Impact assessments will be used to identify specific information from impacted market participants or REC service providers to identify, validate and quantify the impacts a solution would have on their business or market role. All impact assessments will include targeted, relevant questions for market participants or service providers to allow the code manager to develop a benefits case for the solution based on the responses. Impact assessments will be extended beyond REC parties to any impacted or interested stakeholders. This may include other industry service providers, delivery bodies, consumer bodies or innovators. As well as the requirement specification, all impact assessments will include a copy of the problem statement and solution requirements, the high-level solution overview, a plain English explanation of the proposed solution and previously discounted solutions, outputs of the service provider impact assessment and a detailed list of assumptions and dependencies. Questions will focus on the costs and benefits a solution would bring. Impact assessments will be uploaded onto the REC portal. Relevant market participants and stakeholders will receive notifications 
that an impact assessment has been published, and notifications will include the response deadline for comments. Anyone wishing to respond to impact assessments would do this by downloading the response form, completing this with relevant information, and then uploading this back to the impact assessment page on the REC portal. Preliminary change reports and consultations. Following the approval of the initial assessment by the change panel, or the completion of the solution development and impact assessment activities in the change proposal plan, the code manager will prepare a preliminary change report on the change proposal and proposed solution. The preliminary change report would include the following information. A description and analysis of the change proposal. Details of the proposed solution and any accompanying legal text. The proposed implementation dates. Details of the impact assessments that have been taken and their outcomes. Confirmation of how activities in the change proposal plan have been met. Cost-benefit analysis. The plan for consultation with industry. And the code manager's independent recommendation on whether the change proposal should be approved or rejected. Once the preliminary change report has been drafted, it will be added to the responsible committee's agenda and published on the change proposal page on the REC portal. Comments will be invited on the assessment and recommendations in the report. The responsible committee will review the preliminary change report and any comments received and will decide to approve or reject its progression to consultation. Consultations can be accessed through the relevant tile in the change and release page on the REC portal. The consultations register will show open consultations that are available for comments. When accessing a consultation through the register, you will be presented with the details of the consultation, the closing date for comments, and will be able to respond by downloading, completing and uploading the relevant form. Once the consultation period has closed, all comments will be collated and addressed in the final change report for consideration by the responsible committee. Final change report. Following consultation, the solution will go through a final refinement stage to address any factual inaccuracies or points of clarity required to address responses. Any amendments made during this refinement will be detailed in the final change report, which will also include a summary of responses received, including whether they are in support of the change proposal, a summary of any minor variations to the change proposal following consultation, and a recommendation by the code manager on whether the change proposal should be accepted. Once the final change report has been drafted, it will be added to the responsible committee's agenda and published on the change proposal page of the REC portal. The responsible committee will vote on whether to approve or reject the change proposal, considering the recommendation of the code manager. If the change proposal needs to go to the authority for determination, the responsible committee will make its recommendation to the authority. Appealing self-governance changes. A self-governance change is a change that does not require the determination of Ofgem in its role as the authority. Anyone can appeal the decision of the responsible committee for a self-governance change proposal within 10 working days of notice of the decision. An appeal form can be downloaded from the REC Forms and Templates page within the REC Documents section on the portal. Within five working days of receipt of an appeal, the Code Manager will notify the authority of the appeal and provide a pack containing a copy of the request, a copy of the final change report and the decision reasons as recorded in the minutes of the meeting. 
The authority may dismiss an appeal if it's brought for reasons that are trivial or vexatious, does not meet the grounds for an appeal, or has no reasonable prospect of success. If the authority has sufficient information on which to make a decision, it can accept the appeal and determine whether to uphold or overturn the decision. If the authority does not have sufficient information to make a decision, it can request the provision of additional information until it has clarity on the basis for the appeal. And once the authority has made its determination, this will be published on the REC portal and stakeholders will be notified. Category 3 Changes Category 3 documents are non-mandatory guidance or subsidiary operational documents, documentation developed and maintained by either the code manager, a REC committee or a REC service provider. Changes to these documents should not have any material impacts on REC parties or stakeholders. These changes do not require progression through the full formal change process. However, the code manager provides some oversight to ensure changes do not have wider impacts. When a change is required, a Category 3 change proposal is submitted. This is logged and tracked through the Category 3 change log, which can be found on the change and release page in the REC portal. The change log provides details of the changes required with redlined versions of the documents available to view. It also provides the date the changes will be implemented. If you identify the need for a change to a Category 3 document, you should contact the responsible service provider to discuss the potential changes. If it is agreed a change is required, this will be raised by the service provider in the Category 3 change process. You can find out who is responsible for a Category 3 document by looking at the REC baseline statement in the REC document section of the portal. How are releases managed? Release management involves all activities required between a change proposal being approved and its successful implementation. Releases will be delivered in phases. Phase 1 is release planning. In this phase, approved change proposals will be included in a release plan, describing the detail of the change proposals in scope and any impacts to REC products and systems. The plan will include all activities required to deliver the changes successfully and will describe when and how these activities will be delivered. These could include stakeholder engagement, training and testing. The release plans will be made available to you on the REC portal. Phase 2 is questions and clarifications. In this phase, you will have the opportunity to submit questions to allow you to understand how the changes needed to be implemented within your organisations. This will inform the frequently asked questions that will be made available to you via the portal. Phase 3 is the pre-release phase. The code manager will provide information on changes to the rep products and EMAR that you need to implement the solutions within your organisations. Phase 4 is the training and user guidance phase, where new or updated training and guidance will be rolled out as required. During the testing and technical assurance phases, the code manager and industry stakeholders will provide assurance that changes are operating as expected. And in the implementation phase, the release will go live as the updated changes are released into production environments and documentation is uploaded onto the REC portal. In a final post-go-live phase, the code manager will review the success of the release 
to ensure we are consistently improving. Stakeholder engagement is an activity that takes place throughout the entire release process, providing you with the information you need to deliver changes successfully and give you the opportunity to raise questions. The engagement milestones will be described within the release plan. Where information can be accessed by parties. Information related to the change process is found on the REC portal and the email. Technical information and the digitization of REC products and documents will be available in the EMAR. User guides, training and release plan will all be available in the REC portal. All change proposals, current and historic, can be found on the REC portal change register, which is accessed through the change and release area. The change register gives a high level view of the change proposal, its status, impacted parties, the change category, change path and implementation date. You can also access the change proposal page for a specific change from the change register. Alternatively, if you have subscribed to the email distribution list relating to change management activity, you will receive an email notification as a change proposal moves through the process. Thanks, Amelia. We've enjoyed taking the time to provide you with this overview of the REC change process. We're always keen to receive your feedback and welcome any questions you might have for us. You can get in touch by raising a service desk ticket on the REC portal. Or if you don't have portal access, you can email inquiries at recmanager.co.uk. Keep an ear out for more of our educational podcasts and videocasts coming soon. And follow us on LinkedIn for more updates from the Rec Code Manager.